In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning in the Gospel, we have a very, very challenging Gospel. A very, very challenging Gospel because it is one that uh, really reminds us of the fact that our relationship with other people, how we treat other people, affects our relationship with God. How God treats us. That's pretty much what's spelled out in this very uh, challenging parable of the kingdom of heaven that we have in the gospel reading this morning. Because in this parable we have a man who, a king, who has a lot and he's settling accounts and one who owes him a great amount. 10,000 talents, it says. And now that's an amount that likely he, he never would have really been able to pay off fully and completely in his life, perhaps. And he uh, asks for mercy, he asks for forgiveness, and that is given to him. And then when he goes back out uh, to his fellow servant who owes him 100 denarii, compared to 10,000 talents, is nothing. You have to wonder what this guy did to be in debt, 10,000 talents. Uh, but he, was, he came to his fellow servant, and it says he grabbed him by the neck and demanded payment and sent the guy to, pr- to prison. And so when the ruler heard about this, he did the same to that man. And so in this uh, gospel reading, we have this encouragement that we need to forgive others so that we ourselves can be forgiven. And that's what we pray uh, every single time we say the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And we cannot forget that. But I believe that there's a different word in this gospel that helps us to really understand why it is we have such a hard time with this. And that word that's in the gospel there this morning is patience. It's very interesting that when uh, the servant who owed a lot to the king came to him, he didn't say, forgive me. He said, have patience with me. And when the servant went to the other servant, He said the same thing, have patience with me, have patience with me. And when he says that word patience, it's that word that means long-suffering. In Greek, megathemenos, long-suffering. Bear with me, have patience, be long-suffering towards me. And that's really what we want from God. We want his ultimate forgiveness, absolutely. But we want him to bear with us. We want him to have patience with us because we all recognize that we are sinful people. And therefore, we need to have patience and be long-suffering towards others as well. But we have a hard time doing that. And I think that there are three reasons why we have a hard time with patience and a hard time with long-suffering. The first one is fear. Fear. We are afraid. If we are asked to have patience, we give up some semblance of control. Now, ultimately, we, we don't have much control as it is in this world. And so the little bit that we feel like we have, we have to hold on to with every ounce of our strength. Otherwise, we are even more afraid. Because we want that little bit of control in our life. And by being patient towards someone, by saying we don't know when reconciliation will happen, we don't know when restitution will be paid, we don't know where things will be equalized, we're giving up that bit of control and that is fearful. 
And so because we are afraid, we are often unwilling to be patient and unwilling to be long-suffering. That's one reason. The second reason I believe that we are often unwilling to be patient and unwilling to be long-suffering is because we have this false expectation that things should be fair all of the time. And we want to understand everything. Now think about that. When somebody asks you to be patient and to, uh, to, to wait, and they explain it to you, and you feel like you understand, you can say, okay, I can deal with that. We want to understand. Or if they explain it to you and it sounds like, oh, that sounds fair, I'll give you another couple of weeks. We can be patient for that. But when it is not fair, and when we don't understand, it is extraordinarily difficult for us to be patient. But the sad reality of the world that we live in is that our expectation for things to always be fair and for there to be equity in this world is a completely wrong expectation. Things are often not fair. Things are often not the way we comprehend them and not the way we understand them. And because of that, perhaps this draws us into fear and then draws us into impatience, to resentment, to judgment, to anger, which is really the opposite of what patience and long-suffering actually is. So we are unable to be patient and long-suffering because of our fear and because of our false expectation of fairness and understanding everything about our world. And the third reason I think that we have a hard time being patient is just our lack of of faith. We have been given all the promises of God. We have been told that the kingdom of heaven awaits us. We know that ultimately all evil and all sickness and every difficult thing that we have to deal with will be in the end annihilated. Christ will have victory. And if we really and truly believed that, we would be able to be patient and long-suffering and persevere and endure regardless of what we face in our life. But unfortunately, at least speaking for myself, we lack the faith that is needed to have that kind of patience with others, to have that kind of long-suffering in the face of the difficulties that we have in our life. We are afraid. We have this false expectation of equality and, and equity. And we lack faith. So what's the antidote? How can we have patience and be long-suffering? Well, this morning uh, we are celebrating the prophet Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, the forerunner. And he was one of the most patient people that there, that there ever was, perhaps. He was waiting for a child. It seems like this is a very consistent and constant theme in the, in the work of God throughout the Scriptures. Abraham and Sarah, Joachim and Anna, were related to Elizabeth and, Sarah, and uh, uh, Zechariah. But Zechariah and Elizabeth had been waiting for a long time for a child. And one day, as Zechariah was in the altar offering the incense, he was a priest. Um, he was a priest of the people. An angel came to him and told him that his wife would conceive and that she would have a son and that they would call his name John. Now, Zechariah, though, it seemed as though he was faithful, he wasn't afraid, he didn't expect things to be fair, but Zechariah, it seems like, didn't have all of the faith needed to really believe and have patience that that was going to happen, because he questioned and said, what do you mean this is going to happen? We're old, 
And so the angel told him he will be silent. He will be mute until that son is born, until that son is named John. And so he leaves from the altar, spends the next nine months or however long it took uh, when he received that vision, and he was mute until the day that they named his son John. And the first things that he said after he was able to receive his voice wasn't, finally, I'm glad that's over. The first thing that he said was he blessed God and said, God is able to to defeat all of our enemies. He is the one who will bring us all to salvation. He was proclaiming the greatness of God and victory. And so the answer, the antidote, brothers and sisters, to all of those reasons why we have a hard time with patience and long-suffering is silence. Is silence. How many times have you gone into a situation where you said something you wish you hadn't? You walked away from talking to someone that you reacted to in a moment, seeking revenge, seeking fairness, seeking understanding, and you said a biting word that you walked away and said, man, I wish I hadn't said that. Too often in my case. Silence is the antidote for patience, for having patience, to be able to to take that patience and to be long-suffering. And I'm not telling you not to stand up when there is injustice or not to speak out when things need to be said and done, but to first pray and think and make sure that you are responding in faithfulness instead of reacting in anger and resentment and judgment. And so the antidote to fear, to that false expectation, to that lack of faith is silence given to Zechariah. And then we can say, let help me be silent. Now, there are two quotes on your bulletin this morning, and I'm not going to add a whole bunch of commentary to them because you've heard enough already. But I want you to be able to make, be certain that you read them and put them into your hearts because they say exactly what I'm talking about this morning. The first one, St. Silouan, gives us a challenge that I think is very appropriate for this gospel and for our, our hope to be patient and long-suffering. St. Silouan says, I ask you to try something. If someone grieves you or dishonors you or takes something of yours, then pray like this. Lord, we are all your creatures. Pity your servants and turn them to repentance. And I want to be clear that he's not talking about just the guy who wronged him. He's talking about the guy who might wrong us, but ourselves as well. Turn us all to repentance. And then, when you do that, you will perceptibly bear grace in your soul. Induce your heart to love your enemies, and the Lord, seeing your goodwill, shall help you in all things, and will himself show you experience. But whoever thinks evil of his enemies does not have love for God and has not known God. And so that silence includes thinking. Because the noise that is in our minds can also be a problem. And so we should attempt to pray instead of having all of that noise uh, that goes on there. St. Maximus the Confessor says very similarly, A soul that is nurtured by hatred toward man cannot be at peace with God, who has said, If you forgive not men their sins, neither shall your Father forgive your sins. If a man does not want to be reconciled, you must at least guard yourself from hating. 
praying with a pure heart for him and speaking no evil of him. Being silent, cultivating silence so that we can respond in a way that is patient and long-suffering as opposed to vengeful, angry, and the complete opposite. So brothers and sisters, may the, may the holy prophet Zechariah, who was patient, he gained even more patience through his experience of silence. May he pray for us. And may we cultivate silence so that we can cast out fear, so that we can cast out the, uh, the uh, false expectation of things to be fair, for us to understand everything, and that we can cultivate our faith so that we can have patience and long-suffering, so that God will then be patient with us, because then we will have been patient and long-suffering to those that are around us. And in doing that, we will enter, as we hear in the gospel this, this morning, the kingdom of heaven. May God grant us that kind of patience and long-suffering so that in our sinfulness, our good and merciful God will be patient and long-suffering with us as well. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.